Welcome to Tigers Untapped, a Bluff City Media podcast. Stepping up to the microphones are your hosts, Trey Lasley and TJ Willis. Pull up your chair, grab your favorite brew, and enjoy the conversation. Now, let's get to the show. TJ, what is up? Welcome back. Tigers Untapped a dish. How was your weekend? It's good, man. Yeah. How was yours? It was, it was solid. What is it? I was on uh, week 36, episode do 36. All, do it all dad duty all week Ooh. long. Weekend. Thursday through Sunday. It was rough. It was tiring. Yeah, yeah it's a lot. That's I'm a, it's a I'm lot going on right now. I believe it, dude. You sound like you deserve this, honestly. About time we had another pint in here. <laughs> Funny story, got all the way up here. We get up here at the studio about 8.30 as On the Bluff is wrapping up. Usually have a little banter with the fellas after in between shows. Got all the way up here, had left the brew at home, had to turn around and go back. While Trey is decompressing, this is the Bill Street Brewing Memphis All Day Air Day Hazy Indian Pale Ale. Tastes a little bit like that Germantown diesel water. Goes down good. <laughs> I'm getting used to it. Hey, I want to make I want to tell y'all something before it comes out. I need y'all to know. Um, Gabe stole y'all's beer out of the refrigerator, and he might have copied y'all's whole beer review in on the bluff today. What the what beer? We didn't have what a beer, beer in the fridge. There. there was definitely a beer left in there. Oh, you left that blue. Uh, we can't say the name because, well, mm. no, I can't use it. Wow, my father I actually drank the, my version uh, of it. Well, then it doesn't matter. So we're good. It's I, okay, Gabe. We'll, I, let, we'll let it go. I just want y'all, like, I tried to stop him, but Gabe is big, and he scared me a little bit, and he gave he did the whole review, and it was trash. I'm just going to be honest with you. Well, he if, froze up. If he opens that Frigidaire next week, he might find something else other than a beer in there. <laughs> <laughs> might have to upper decker that bad boy. Oh, goodness. Trey. Pull out a little poop sickle. Rate that, Gabe. Don't be touching beer that's not yours. Beer in the fridge is for Tiger Untapped employees only. I, I agree. That is true. I, I have would, a sticker in my fridge, in like our beer fridge that says that. It felt, it felt very good. Honestly, I think he thought that he was really going to be really good at it, and mm. he froze. Mm. Like, Can't wait to watch that. Hey, we can't all do it. You know, It's not for everybody. What can you do? It's on the docket today, man. Let's get back to business. We have had quite... The week, yeah. Teach. Yeah. A lot of news coming in. First things first, out of nowhere, Jaquan Walton. Out of nowhere is definitely the phrasing, I, I think. There was some heads up. I think there was some heads up that somebody. It was happened coming. very fast. Yes. We'll say that. We yeah. knew after TFL was leaving that they obviously probably had somebody mm-hmm. in mind, but it happened pretty quickly. I said it was going to be, I thought it would be a shooting guard is where I would spend that. He's probably more of like a wing. I think it's probably the safer phrasing yeah. for that. But 6-7, an absolute scoring monster. I think it's fair to say, maybe a scoring monster, a very good score. I think he's he productive was, on the offensive end. 14-5, uh, and five, it looks like. So 54% from the field, 40 <laughs> from that tray ball. The kick can knock it down at a high um, club. Mm. I mean, I think it's definitely what the tigers are needing and teach that's on almost four attempts a game yeah 3.8 so it's not like this is a limited sample size you know when rothstein came out and made that egregious 
Oh, I remember. Statement of David Jones, oh, and I, I had such a fight about it. Oh, I remember. Had he come out and said, oh, Jaquan Walton is joining the Tigers, that's a potential six-man of the year for the conference. I'd be like, yeah, that actually makes perfect sense. That That's one that makes wonderful sense. What if he had said uh, Jaquan was potential all-AAC? No. Okay. He's not even going to start, more than likely. I assume he will not start. Maybe. Who's starting over him? David Jones. He's not here. In fact, he's the only one not here so far. Hey, shout and out in, to and that. Fact two, he may be a competitor this week in the Dominican. Those are the rumors flying around that he's going to be suiting up from the Dominican team. He is from the DR, so that would make sense. I don't know. The national team? I don't know if it's the national or the select, but either way. He's an opponent potentially this week. Hey, that's I like that though. Because I, I think that you're getting to see him nothing against St. John's. I, I think that he wasn't on the best of roster. Can you have St. John's ranked ahead of us in uh, realignment talk? No. Oh. Must have been somebody no. else. I think that he was on a roster that perhaps wasn't the most talented and he was kind of a do it all guy, kind of like that point forward. I mean, I think he's like 6'6", playing power forward for the most part. But he was also there, DeAndre. Like, he was asked to facilitate, score, defend, literally do everything. So you put him on a roster surrounded by, is Duarte on there? Is he still playing? or is he? Still I don't know. Around? I know we have gotten confirmation that Lester is, in fact, playing. Hey. I think his dad had said last week he probably wasn't, but he is. I, my whole thing is I, I think if you surround him with more talent, I think it gives a, a better indication of what he could be for this Memphis team because he's going to be swarmed in talent when he's in the blue. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, he's not here just yet, and I'm not sure what the holdup is. I think is. some of those teachers, man, are just – what are you trying to prove – you think it's like summer classes. Like, no one wants to be there. You don't want to be there. If like he's you showing can love up job, and doing you don't the want work, let the kid, he's he's putting in the work. Dude. Sign off on it. Cross the T's. Some kind of hold up with the transcripts be. or something. We got a stubborn teacher. Let the kid ball. It's as simple as that. Maybe it's something like parking tickets. Mm -hmm. TJ knows about that. I do feel on that one. Um, Gosh, what if it was that? Someone else is here. I don't think we've talked about this. Jordan Brown. Jordan is here. We, we've we got a full 12-man rock. We, last week or two weeks ago when we talked about this, we were like, we got seven guys seven going to guys, the DR. Yeah. This may be, a, may be a bad time. We were prepared for Noah Stansberry we got to have significant <laughs> minutes in the Dominican. We got basically a full squad. Little Slick was about to be the starting guard. Little Slick, I like Little Slick. JT Pittner actually came up with that. I can't take oh. it from him. He needs to change his, his X handle to Little Slick. I don't know what it is. X is so dumb. It officially changed Just today on all of my stuff. Uh, so we've talked about Jaquan is here. Jordan Brown is here. You know what time it is? Is it is it too is it too early for uh, some sausage? Let's see. No, no, it's sausage 30. I think you're right. Let's Daddy, would you like some sausage? Do you know where we stand with just the addition of Jaquan? No. I, I like to erase it and rethink about it every week. Okay. Right? Give me a guess. What were we without him? Do you remember off the top of your I head? I think last we checked we were 37th. 30? Okay. I was going to say 32. 
Um, I'm going to go add in Jaquan. 29. 32. You should have stuck okay, with your dang. gut. You should have stuck with it. Yeah, it's a gut thing. So we're, for a while, several weeks in a row, we were trending the absolute wrong direction. Sure. And we, now we are steadily mm. making our way down the stairs. Making our way downstairs. There's only one link of sausage left. And it's DeAndre. I'm counting the scholarships on my head to make sure that's correct. No. Well, I... There's a potential for maybe another, more, yeah. yeah, a backup big. Sure. DeAndre is where you're going. But from that. where we're, yeah, where we're looking right now, you had DeAndre. We've seen it before. Top 10, Do number nine. It? Is it still there? Number oh, nine? it's there. How number are you nine. only number nine? I guess, oh, Leonard left. Yeah. Okay. I was like, you just added an unbelievable wing score. Right. So you lost TFL, but you had Jaquan, you sure. had DeAndre, you're still a top 10 ball club. Which Rothstein, you speaking of, refuses to budge on that, huh? Yeah, top 20, consistent. No matter who we add, no matter how good they are, DeAndre comes back, we're just top 20. He's not someone I typically defend by any means. Like, I also don't know all the other teams around us, who they're bringing back, who they've added. I don't know that he knows that either. Yeah, it's just like there's an ever-changing landscape of college basketball. I see that roster that Memphis has, and I'm like, I can't name 20 teams with better rosters. So, like, I just assume they're going to be in the top 20. Like, it just it checks that box. That's fair. Me. There's too much movement. But if he came, if he came, if we see preseason and they're 22, like, whatever, you know? Oh, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care about the preseason stuff. Whatever. This ball club's doing big things. You said it, man. So, Jaquan, Jordan, no David Jones just yet. Guess who else is here? Jalen? We got another one. Jalen Young is here. See, that's another situation that felt very similar to David Jones. Or here it's teacher struggles, but he got signed off. And he's get, he, down to the Dominican. He mm. gets to go. Well, I guess David's down there, but sure, he's with family. He's from there. I know what, people are going to laugh at me because, like, you have Javon Quinterly. Like, well, we don't need another guard, point guard type of situation. But, like, I'm actually excited about Young and him being on the roster. I think I am too. I've talked myself into it. You need a good serviceable backup, and I think he's perfect. He, he for played it. damn well for UCF. Yeah. Was, I, I don't remember. It was like six games, yeah. but still, like I mean, he's a facilitating point guard. So if you're someone that, if you Kendrick and yes, a defender, he, I mean, he's going to yeah, defend. He, Kendrick would assist for sure, but he his first goal was score, score, score for the most part. Like Jalen's not really looking to score; he's trying to dish it out. And I, I think now that you have. Jaquan Walton there, like catch and shoot, my man. Like I think there's a good combo, good setup there. Yeah, you know what I'm most excited about? Um, you get a bunch of guards six one and over. Oh yeah, no more of the five ten guard play. Especially when it was like no matter who was out there, it was five ten. Yeah, sub five ten. No matter what. Yeah, a lot of times two of them at the same time. And I hated that so much. Mm. Love the guys. Just hate uh, it. Yeah, just but at the Trust same time. Not. Definitely a big a big roster, a big team that they're putting together out there. So what else we got? Anything else that we haven't touched on? Teach. I'll go back to it since we have confirmation of Lester. I'll bump it up a smidge. Twenty eight and a half over under points. I mean he is, I can, 
I think he has a shot to be an actual NBA player. Oh, like I know 100%. he's a two-way guy. He looked great in summer league. Oh, he looked fantastic. And that's playing against grown men. So I'm trying to rationalize. I mean, my he's gonna be playing here. against grown men in Jamaica. Are you kidding me? And juniors and seniors all over this roster. I, I am concerned. I mean, that Cal would be scared to take freshmen in and play the University of Memphis. It would be dangerous. Quite frankly, he would say that it was dangerous. Wasn't he there? I mean, he may have to. Time? He would get his players' parent. They would have to sign a waiver to play Memphis. <laughs> Wasn't Cal the Dominican head coach one year? Must be this tall to play the Memphis Tigers. Oh, gosh. What'd you say? I want to say Cal was the DR's head coach one year. Is that right? He was somebody. Was it DR or was it Puerto Rico or somebody? You're talking about Rick Pitino? No, no. Cal was Cal. the uh, national team the coach. National team head coach. Was for it somebody. for the Dominican? That may be right. I don't remember. I'm trying to look it up, but also not sit here and film you googling stuff so um whoever it was doesn't matter back to your question 28 over 28 and a half i'm not sure it's going to put in that much effort i will actually change my original was over 25 but i don't know if he's going to put in that much work all right we you think you it's say? him not putting in work or you think it's penny knowing how to shut him down no no, I don't think it's that at all. I, I think this trip's more about fun and bonding, anyways. Yeah, I, I think there's too much. Oh, man, I'm sorry, torn on that. I'm going back and forth now mentally in my head. I'm going to say under 28, mostly because the under feels. Ain't a chance in hell anyone's keeping stats like that anyway. Mm -hmm. So we're never going to know unless you just sit there and count them up. Surely there will be some kind of box Anybody score. who finds a way to watch this, I need you to count Lester points and give us the over-under because I'm going to take going, under We're going now. threes to five and a half over-under threes. Well, I mean, I just I, He's going to get hot, isn't he? <sighs> yeah, but he could hit six threes and it's only 18. It's true. He's not Robert Sally, though. I mean, what kind of foul situation? Are we going to have legit refs down there calling everything? They're going to let the boys play. Mm-hmm. No, you got to keep everyone safe. I'm sure they're going to play it real. I'm going to say under the five threes or six mm. threes. Whatever Over five was. threes and under 28 points would be fun, though. And, yes, John uh, was the Dominican Republic coach. I thought so. I knew that sounded right. Back in 2011. Gosh, it didn't feel like it was that long ago. Mm. Wow, John's only 64. He feels 64, actually. He feels older to me. Aging. Anything? Kenny, what, what you say, Lester, performance tomorrow? No, Wednesday. Wednesday. Man, I I don't think Penny Penny's going to try to stop him. I think he's – what, what was go, your over – Penny's your, going over, over. 28 and a half points and yeah, five and a half threes. I mean – Will Lester have it, a triple-double on us? It depends no. on how much he plays. <laughs> if he plays substantial minutes, he'll score whatever he wants to score. Can we get a Dominican, a lockdown on the Dominican Republic national team roster? That thing is so fluid. I heard Cat might be joining. What? That changes things. If you're talking about Carl Anthony Towns, when you say Cat. Yeah. The one, the very one, Carl Anthony Towns. Changes things what? For what you just picked for Lester? Well, yeah, because, I mean, you're building a roster around people that have no business playing <laughs> in a scrimmage game. I mean, I feel like they could F around and absolutely destroy the tigers we're not going down there and win a, a ball game like i said it's down there to have fun 
If Carl if Anthony, Anthony Towns is playing, yeah, have fun. We're just having fun. We're not winning. No, you're being embarrassed. I'm gonna be embarrassed. <laughs> it's Carl Anthony Towns. So he would drop fifty and twenty five on you. Doesn't mean it has to be embarrassment. It, one player is dropping fifty points on you. And if you think Lester can give you 15 for funsies, that's only 65. That's fine. How many Tiger games last year broke 65? <laughs> I don't know. A lot of a them. Lot. They were, yeah, they they were actually high pretty scoring. good. High scoring. What are you yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about? I don't. Yeah, we broke 100 like 60 times. I'm just saying. I mean, if Carl Anthony Towns is playing, it's it's a it's a different And Chris Duarte, like if you get him, if that's locked in there, like that's bananas. I didn't realize Cat is he's from the Dominican. His mom. I think his mom, yeah. Uh, Which this is completely side side note. Do you ever heard the thing on Carl Anthony Towns' voice? <laughs> his I, voice is real high squeaky like this. And then like the camera will be on him. He's like, go. Yeah, I played a real good game. And uh it's it's kind of wild. So like somebody close to him had to have called him out on that. Oh yeah. I, I his teammates, I'm sure. Like absolutely ripped in. I mean, wouldn't you change your voice if you were on camera all the time being asked questions? I mean, I kind of am, and I kind of already have like a higher pitched voice. So I just, (laughs) I will say, I I kind of expect it. TJ did it a little bit the the first couple of times we recorded these, (laughs) and they they did never get put out there. Like I'm talking day one, like back over a year ago before Bluff City Media. That was the mic. It was all the mic. TJ had a little bit of a, a live on-air voice change oh that was no 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 you're making fun of me because i was enunciating i would i would better enunciate like the tigers are heading down to dominican like i would enunciate words better because i'm using a laptop mic and not Mm. my my actual mic whatever maybe that was it regardless it's gonna be fun three games wednesday friday sunday and then they just Party? I don't know. No, I think they come right back. I'm talking about in between the games. No. On an off day. They're not down there practicing, that's for sure. They've already said it's to go and bond and <laughs> hang out, get to know one. I mean, hang out in the Caribbean, half the dude? team just showed up, like, in the last 48 hours. That is true. That is true. It makes me think of uh, when we went to the Hawaii Bowl. <laughs> They were down there for like 10 days, didn't play football. Just took a hell of vacation. I kept seeing Eddie Lewis on Instagram lives, and dude was just pounding Mai Tais and stuff. I'm like, what? I mean, he's like, he was 23 or 22. I guess yeah. it's legal, but just wasn't expecting to see it. And Seth stayed there with his family for like a week after. I mean, you're already there. I yeah, think it's easy post for getting us there. Yeah, you might as well. <laughs> we're going to hang out for a bit. You might as well do that. Uh, speaking of... Of football. Do we have anything else basketball? Uh, no, other than just all the news last week. JQ, we got an interview out. Uh, Christian did did one with Jaquan Wall. If you haven't seen those, check them out. BluffCityMedia.co. Um, the good YouTube. stuff. I got real fired up in the JQ interview. Yeah, he seems good like a, just a real good dude. I think I just like him as like a person. Yeah. Jaquan just seems like he wants to come and just work. Yeah. Dude's just a dog. Which I kind of get that from a couple of the guys on the roster, if you want to be really honest. Like, they just seem like dudes that are out here trying to earn it as if they are 
you know, sophomores trying to fight for a roster spot. But like the more you hear about these guys and read about these guys, it seems like they are just constantly just here to work, work, work. And I love that. Like, I, I think that's work, work, work all work, work. week long. Oh, we oh, took that way two, two different, different songs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's going the more uh, country round. I don't know what TJ was going. going Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Work, 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 work. Oh, okay. What do y'all think about? So in that interview with Christian, with JQ, he talked about uh, having been on teams that have made deep runs. And mm. he said, mm-hmm. I've been to the Sweet 16 and I've got to get past it. Yeah. Was that not, did that not kind of fire y'all up a little bit? No. And that's what I was going to ask TJ. Yes, it did. Absolutely. Um, and I know in the Discord, other people got fired up by that. But yeah, hearing him say, I know what it takes to get there mm-hmm. and I'll, I've got to get over the hump. Like, I mean, it feels like this is the year. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I felt like last year was the year. Well, it's, yes. It's uh, given the situation after you got there, but going into it in an 8-9 with Purdue being like, in that scenario, it didn't really feel like. I could not. Also, I mean, before the season started, we were people were questioning whether that team was even going to really make. And Who? All you had was Kendrick and oh, DeAndre and then a bunch of dudes. Yeah, man. I guess that's true. I, mean, I they were thought they were a tournament There team. were definitely people talking about them being I, an NIT team. Regardless, with Kendrick and DeAndre alone, I thought they were going to be the, the second team out of the American. Sure, yeah. I mean, like I thought by default the American was going to put in two teams. making the Sweet 16. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm talking preseason expectations. I'm like, with you now. I'm with you now. This team is much more talented much more experienced, has been Uh-oh. there. You have several players that have played in the NCAA tournament. Dramatically. Like, even as great as Kendrick Davis was, he had never been there. Yeah, and that's I blame more uh, Bakovic, the head coach from SMU. I can't think of that guy's real name. Jankovic. Yeah, Jankovic. You better um, not say a bad word about him. Cause Kendrick's going to come after yeah, you, bro. Dude. <laughs> Don't mess with Jankovic. Uh, and Jankovic is a big Tiger guy now. Well, he was it last was. year. Yeah. guess it doesn't matter anymore. I will say, and I hate, I would hate for it to be this way because you're building just like a, a chef's kiss of a roster. But I would hate for us to build up this high expectation of a Sweet 16 almost seems nah. like the floor, and then like you don't make it. And that's the reality. It's right. your six. You got your most talented, most experienced roster. You add DeAndre, and this team doesn't make the second weekend. I would say that's a disappointment. Well, we talked about this not that long ago. Like, this is the most talented Tiger roster since. And I I guess it, it's more talented today. But I think the answer still stays the same. It's the national championship team, right? I mean, it depends on how you look at it. National right? championship contender team. Like, clarify. People could argue that the, the Duran-Imani roster was pretty talented. They're freshmen, though. I know, but you had you had DeAndre in there. You had Landers. You had like you still you had would some. Experience honestly, guys. think that roster. I didn't say me. I'm just saying there's people out I'm there. I'm asking that can you. Make, yeah, it's probably. You gonna make the Tyreek argument? I was gonna like, say it could have been that year too, maybe. I mean, you also had the Adonis, the Adonis, class. the Chris, yeah. the Joe. Again, if it's a roster full of freshmen, I'm not. I can't. Rely I see where you're coming it. from. No, I mean it's it's. We've the talked cat, about it the, before. The Anthony it's Davis the most, class is like the only one I could think of that has top to bottom. Done anything. It's the best class or the best roster we've sure. had in a while. Kenneth, what do you think? 
I mean, I, I agree. We talked about this a few weeks ago. If DeAndre gets a waiver, you're talking about 25 years of college basketball experience in yeah, that roster, absurd. in that starting five roster, like or starting five. That's crazy. That feels illegal. It's the day and age of college basketball, though, right? Gosh, if our season slogan isn't something about being dangerous, just a jab at Cal, <laughs> our basketball marketing team needs work. It's a tough thing when you when you are coming into a season with high expectations, knowing that there's only going to be one team, two teams really, that will make it to the NCAA championship, that consider their season a with the kind of roster that Memphis has right now, mm-hmm. a total success. It's tough because you do want to pump the brakes and go, man, this is, when have we ever experienced, other than the 2008 season, a of run like what this roster could potentially put together. But I don't think that means we shouldn't yeah. that we and should I'm not discount even, this roster. I'm not sure. even saying it has I'm just saying second weekend. Like you should be able to get out of the first weekend. Yeah. No, I I feel it's so hard to say now because we're so far away it from is, March. And but like the roster is composed in a way that you should at least make the sweet sixteen. Granted, you don't know what kind of bus haul you're gonna run into. Like right. There could be, as stupid as FAU is, you could run into an FAU because they were a, a, a good team last year. Granted, the, no matter who won the Memphis FAU game, the road was paved well, that's, to get you pretty far. Yeah, and that's the problem is with your schedule being so front-heavy, if we slip up and then you run out of – that's quality wins down the stretch you may get you get underseated again yeah it's happened the last couple of, like last year we were not we should not have been in the eight nine game and fau probably shouldn't have been in it either yeah i wonder they got in it because of just the strength of schedule yeah i mean that's back-to-back yeah. years arguably we probably should have been seated better than the eight nine line yeah but when we talked about this i remember us saying like a seven was like the highest it should have gotten. I mean, looking situation. at stuff last year, we could have been a six. But you know exactly why they weren't. And I know. Because had they beat Houston the other game, then, like, yeah, probably. But probably, maybe not. So. It did feel like that season, that seeding came down to the fact that they lost two games to Tulane yeah. and one game to UCF. Of course. Yep. And that's and because you look at the games that they won – they should, like, non-conference especially. That Texas A&M game turned out to be a massive game for the Tigers. And it makes you wonder, like, what is it about? Like, what do the Tigers need to do in order to be seated higher coming out of the AAC conference? Because, I mean, I know they lost a couple of games in the AAC, in AAC you know, season, the conference schedule. But coming out of that non-con, they were rolling, right? Like, they were... Yeah, yeah. but I think that's the problem is... It's a lot of it is so heavily weighted down the stretch. And what have you like, and we can't afford to slip up in those two lane. Like granted you beat them by 40 in the conference tournament. There's too many people that come into a conference tournament. And they already have their sure. mindset. Like, sure. Yeah. I don't know how much the conference tournament really weighs on it matters to people. So you get swept by Tulane, you lose a UCF. Like, yeah, I'm sure there's an algorithm they, they put together throughout the season, something like, but that. this, this, Feels like a team. Sure, maybe you drop a game in Boca to FAU, but to, like 
that's going to be a good loss if there were right. Such that's a, what, but I'm I. This feels like a team that's not going to drop two games to a two lane or lose at East Carolina on a random sure. two right. Like yeah, just an experienced senior laden team like this. I just don't see losses like that happening. I don't think that Memphis can lose a conference game and be seated. <laughs> oh. I didn't know. I thought you were just going to end yeah, that statement you, there. Like, <laughs> and be seated and, and, and not be seated. Like, if they lose to FAU on the road, because I don't think FAU is going to be ranked that high. I mean, it, they, they do have I, no, I absolutely easy, expect them to be ranked They high. do have an easy or non-conference schedule, absolutely. But I just I, – I think with uh, – Penny has mentioned this numerous times in post-game press conferences and media availabilities. Even in this, you know, season opening media availability, he talked about it. This conference is just disrespected nationally in terms of seating. Sure. And so oh, yeah. if you lose and it's, one. It's probably only going to get worse now. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Because you're going to have um, Florida Atlantic's going to come in preseason ranked pretty high. And I don't expect them to lose. I don't know. They're, they're out of conference. I don't know. It could start off Alabama, uh, Duke. Tennessee, like it could start off just absolutely brutal. But when they go on a 20-game run, I guess they won't go on a 20-game run. But you get my point. Like, I could see them completely rebounding, and they're never really dropping very far. Depending Are they going to get the Memphis to. treatment where Memphis goes on a big run, nothing happens with their ranking, and then they lose one game and it's over? Like, what if they come into Memphis and lose? Or what if they lose at in, in Boca See that's to like, Memphis. Are they gonna just fall down, like fall off the the edge of the the cliff again? Yeah, but Memphis was always finding a way to lose the one game they needed to win at the end of the run. Like you, yes, you smoked Tulsa. Yes, you beat um, UCF, and then oh, you you lost to Wichita State or something like that. I feel like it was always something like that. Like you needed that last win and you weren't able to get it. And then so it's like, oh, we were building faith. Now we drop back off kind of thing. So. I don't have their full out-of-conference schedule, but they are playing Illinois in Madison Square Garden in the Jimmy V Classic this year. Damn, that's pretty cool. Yeah, you get that win. And then, like, I mean, I don't know how many quad one wins or even that potential wins they're going to have on their schedule. I'm kind of with Kenny, though. I don't – I think by the – and, again, we don't have the conference schedule yeah. right now. But I would not be shocked – if we came to the point where we're playing them and they're not ranked anymore or they're like cusp top 25. That, that is very possible. You drop to Illinois early on. And then at that point they come to Memphis again. We don't know when they're playing us exactly. They could be, I'll make up a number 12 and two. Yeah. And potentially unranked because they lost to Illinois. Then they lost to some team. They probably shouldn't have. They're playing Bryant. Eastern Michigan. Yeah, you lose to Eastern Michigan. Liberty. That's a problem. Is uh is Earl still at Bryant? Uh, yeah, we yeah, need I think we so. need Earl to go off. I think you know Liberty could come in and beat them. Honestly, Liberty is a good team. I'm just saying, like 2019 season with Memphis, they came in highly ranked with that number one recruiting class. Yeah. Then they had that game, and y'all can y'all are so much smarter. Like lost to Georgia, they lost home. to Georgia. Then they lost to um, got freaking embarrassed. Oregon. They got beat by Oregon in yeah. 2019, and they just dropped off a cliff. And and what it feels like, and I don't know if it's a Memphis thing or if it's an AAC thing, 
You drop off that cliff once, it is impossible to get back. Well, we dropped off the cliff, Kenny, because we got beat by 40 at Tulsa <laughs> as a top, the worst ever loss yeah. to a, by a top 10 team to an unranked team. Well, I think like the same thing happened last year. It was you went on this hot streak, then you lost to Alabama in like in a very exciting game. So it was okay because obviously it's Alabama. They're like a top five yeah. team at the time. So it was like a good loss. And then you went on this hot streak again, and then you lost to Tulane. And yeah. it's like you had to win that game. It yeah. felt like for it to And then matter. you kind of felt like you And then you started this. Get, and then you lost to Yeah, the and then you did it again. Yeah. And so that's what I was saying. Like they get on these streaks, and then they lose to this team that's just so far down. Like I don't know what Tulane's uh, Kim Palm ranking is off the top of my head. Like when we lost to them. Yeah. I'm, I mean, they were around 100-ish. So. Yeah. Like um, – it, it was just like these great game, win, 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 win. It's like, man, we're doing hot. We're doing oh, good. Oh, I remember we sat there and, and talked about bing. can they rattle off 20 in a oh, row or whatever yes. they were saying. And then and they then kept losing. literally this. almost lost at home to uh, – I don't even remember who it was now. You almost lost at home? Yeah, we almost lost at home our first conference game at home. Was that UC, uh, UCF? Or we the, were, no, we were, no, that was – um. oh, man, yeah, I know exactly what game you're talking about. But again, that's why I'm saying I don't think they can lose a South Florida. Yeah, Tyler went off in the second half, had like 17 in the second half or whatever. Which is why I'm saying I just don't think they can lose in the conference because I think the conference is number one compared to last year, Mm going to be super disrespected, maybe rightfully so in a large part. But but I just think that you can't. It's not like there's a a set number of conference games they can win to and then drop one and be like, oh, it's okay, not a big deal. Yeah. I don't know. I think if they only lost to FAU in conference, like, and you swept everybody else, I think you'd be yeah. fine. But like, I think obviously yeah. you don't want to lose to FAU. They're I also, cannot lose to FAU. Oh twice. my gosh! Yeah. How quickly? How TJ? In your opinion, has FAU somersaulted over a lot of other teams as like your most aggravating fan base? Oh, easily, dude. They are on t- Twitter, Z E X, whatever they want to call it now. They are all over it thinking they are so superior and it's not just in basketball they think that they have already overcome Memphis in football i'm like dude you just went on like a five game w- like you you won five games in three years or something didn't like we that. just like, beat them yeah that's two what's years it's ago? so annoying and in basketball they just think they are so elite because they made this one run you won this one fluky ass game where there were six or seven different calls everyone not even memphis fans like national media people we're up in arms about, like, what, what are we talking about? Didn't even let Kendrick land. Like, what's the point of the rule? Like, I feel like I could go on days and days on that. That one specific game. And they 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 win that one game. And it's not like a thing where they're like, um, hey, Memphis, great game. You guys are great competitors. I can't wait to see what the future holds between us. Because if they said that, I would respect them. I don't respect FAU fans. I don't. They pissed me off so much. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, it'll they'll have a raucous 1500 in the gymnasium they have down there. <laughs> if we come out of that tough environment with a win, I don't I mean, seriously, seriously. National championship or bust I, if they do that. No, in all due respect, does FAU's arena hold more than Omarone? I don't know. I need to know. But can you imagine playing your home games in that and then going and playing in the final four in the freaking NFL dome? Hell, the FedEx Forum. Well, even that. (laughs) I'm looking up the arena. I'm just, I'm curious at this point. Like, curious about what? 
what holds more? You got to stop calling it arena. I mean, it's a straight up gym. It's <laughs> that's the their name. Twenty nine hundred multi seat arena. That, that's the Elmarone. That may be the exact. That thing is the Elmarone, bro. Oh, oh my gosh, that is a trip. Congrats, our women play in the same capacity. I don't know. I think our women could probably get more in there. Uh, I'll say University of Memphis has El Marone at 25-65, whatever. El Marone's nicer than the Owl's Nest or whatever the hell they call it, whatever. The Eleanor R. Baldwin Arena. I'm going to call it the Owl's Nest. It makes I don't even know if Owl's Nest. Mm. Do they still have this palm tree court? That let's, is heinous. Let's hope not. It's like the Oregon Christmas tree court. Yeah, but it's just a bunch of palm trees. I actually like Oregon's court. I think it works for them. Um, all right, Tease, let's take a break. We get back. We're going to talk a little football. We had AAC Media Days. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot to gather out of there, but sure. uh, we'll look at how our rankings stood up, at least for the top four. Deal. Uh, talk a little realignment, and we'll wrap her up. There's definitely stuff to talk about there. Bluff City NIL is an official partner with Coaching for Literacy, a nonprofit organization using the power of sports to impact childhood literacy. You can read more about them at coachingforliteracy.org or at Coaching for Literacy on social media platforms. Your donations to Bluff City NIL are 100% tax deductible because of our partnership together. So we thank you for supporting Memphis Tiger student athletes and helping promote the monumental cause that is childhood literacy. We had AAC Media Days last week. Did you just finish that? No, 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 no. Okay, we're only at the halfway point, I was going to say. I mean, it's getting low. Oh, I'm low. That's why I've stopped. Uh, AAC Media Days, we had a good contingency there. Jalen Allen, Simeon Blair, Simonian, Seth, and uh, (laughs) Jacob Likes. Good contingency of Tiggs down there. Uh, We talked about the media poll. We got the top four right. Tulane, 20 first place votes. UTSA with nine in second. SMU third, they had three first place votes. Memphis fourth with one. And then the only other first place vote, which uh, Kenneth, (laughs) breaking news last week, told us UAB all the way down in eighth. Come on, man. Had a first place vote. Did we ever figure out who that was? Uh, I don't know that we had guy, Brian Moss on. He it was on the scene trying to yeah. figure it out. I don't know that he ever was able to track down who that was. But, I'm gonna give you uh, all a guess on who the guy that voted number one, uh, Tigers number one, is. Uh, oh, I know who it was. Oh, we know B Moss. B Moss. Our guy B Moss, baby. He's got us going eleven and one. He is Mister Positivity, though. Just for what it's worth, like I that don't is hate that it. is him. To the I team. need it. I love it. No, I mean, it's, it's fantastic. Trey's I, been hanging out with you a little bit too long. He needs some positivity in his life. I don't I know do. what that means. I'm a realist. No. No. <laughs> any insight from any of that? Anything surprising to you? No. We knew exactly who would be no, in what I order. Did. Yeah, I think we I will say agree. Florida Atlantic at five, but I think you might have put them there. It's yeah. a little surprising to me. I mean, I think it's the power of Tom Herman. It's the power of pulling a former uh, I think it was Nebraska quarterback Casey Thompson or Texas where he's been I think he was Texas then Nebraska now FAU I think he kind of bounced around a little bit but you're pulling in a 
I, I, I'd say a relatively successful head coach, Tom Herman. I, I mean, mean, especially at the G5 level. Yeah, oh, even at Texas. He was winning seven games. Yeah. It's just the problem is it's Texas, and, like, kind of is what it is. Like, seven's not going to do it for you. Like, you can win ten games several years in a row, and you're still going to get fired. It's the Mark Rick theory at, at Georgia. Like, it was just winning ten game, ten game, ten game, and just could never actually get there. Couldn't break that hump, and they're like, ten games isn't good enough Yeah, in, in this wild world, so... Uh, Herman's good. I, I think they're going to put together a, a decent roster every year. They're going to smash the portal. It's so easy to sell. It's it's freaking Boca. Like, yes, their football team is. I mean, it's Boca. It, it's not the nicest thing in the world. Like the the where they've been, they, they talent wise, they have not been very good. Willie Taggart was awful. But I mean, Joey Joey Freshwater still spends a majority of his time down there in Boca. <laughs> it's still Boca. It looks. Pretty sick. I know we were just crapping on the basketball team and their fans, but like, it's still Boca. It's still Boca. It's pretty easy to sell Boca. You like you like sun. You like the palm trees. It's not cold here. You like water. You like water. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't sell. like sand. Well, I hate sand, dude. Yeah, the worst can, part about the beach. Sand can go. How do we make a fake beach to replace that? Mississippi River. They got a fake beach down there, don't they? I don't think that's where you want to swim. Jagged rocks. See, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Your only other option is like rocks, and I don't know that that's better than no, sand. No, no, no. I think I think we can come up with something better. What about like pebbles? You know how like you do like like those little stone pebbles? That yeah, you... don't those get real hot though? Yeah, they do kind of get hot. Yeah. Yeah, you got. I'm thinking like completely artificial. You guys are sticking way too with real mother nature stuff. Some kind of just fake sand. That feels that like kinetic nice, sand like, that you can kind of like play with and mold that never that's sticks good. to you. Yeah, that's mm. good. Can that's we get good. some kinetic sand beaches? That would be so expensive. I'm a big kinetic sand fan. That would be sweet. TJ, you're sand onto something. I like kinetic sand. Wow. Uh, no, 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 no real shockers there. The, the Not, biggest shocker. You surprised by Tulane being first by 20 votes? No, only because I. I think, know you're a big believer in UTSA over there. Well, I was. We talked about this. And then I saw their schedule, and I don't think it's going to do them any favors. They also got 6,000 guys on the all-conference team by PFF. I think that's absurd. Uh, Tulane only got, I think, one on offense, one on defense. It's going to come down to the more favorable schedules. And I think that's actually what's going to be in Memphis's favor because they don't have too many tough road games. They got Tulane at home. And I think someone pulled this stat up. I don't remember who it was. Oh, I saw this. We have not lost in Memphis to Tulane since 98. Since 98. That's kind of wild. Except that one, I think JoJo's senior year, I think the game was pretty close. We flirted with losing, but I think we obviously we ended up winning that one. I don't know if you remember that. Is that the game Asa Martin caused a fumble and like kickoff or whatever i think so kind of saved sounds it right. towards the end yeah. yeah i think that sounds right yeah 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 um and the time matches that was up the year they went they went two and ten or whatever yeah they were not good they were not good mm. yeah uh in other news we got our wish tj old qb1 seth hennigan is in fact released today monday sure. july 31st he is listed on the maxwell watch list yeah it makes perfect sense the, I don't deservingly know. so it's was, about time. It's just probably a year late. <laughs> some would argue not. I mean, I looked at some of the names on there, and it's the it's all the same familiar names, right? Yeah. You've got Frank Harris from UTSA, Michael Pratt from Tulane, Seth Hennigan, 
stop me when this doesn't sound familiar. We talked about the best quarterbacks in the American. We're just repeating all the same names. I think the UAB running back got it there. He's a senior running yeah. back. I think he had like 900 yards last year, and he split time with somebody else, which is absurd. And he still almost pulled in 1,000 yards. Can we get that? It might be nice. <laughs> no, I, it's, it's a lot of familiar names. I think there's a wide receiver in the conference who's on there. Um, this is side note. Do you know who is a really good wide receiver and is now in the American? They were not in the American before, so it's one of the new teams. And they obviously also have not always played wide receiver. I saw this the other day, and I was very not confused by it. Luke McCaffrey. Wow. He's like a stud wide receiver now. I guess things didn't work out at quarterback. So, Really? Yeah. Remember, he was at Michigan. He was Define, a quarterback. I know. Define stud wide receiver. I mean, he had like 700 yards last year. He's really all conference this year at wide receiver preseason. I mean, you can look it up. Wow. I don't know the numbers yeah. off the top of my head. 58 but receptions, 723 yards, six tutties. That's pretty good. For a guy who played quarterback for a couple of years. And that is. Yeah, and now I mean, he has an actual quarterback. Essentially, that was his first year of playing wide receiver, too. Yeah. How good of an athlete must you be where you went to Michigan to play quarterback? And, like, I, I know he lost the job, so whatever. You want to think about that. But you're just such a good athlete. You've spent so many years playing quarterback that you're like, you know what? I'm just going to midway through. I'm just going to change positions and be unbelievable. Maybe you guys dad's jeans. Was he on the, the PFF all-conference team? I believe he was. I think he was one of the receivers for it. I don't know if it was first or second team. 700 yards, kind of getting up there. I don't know how many people had a 1,000-yard receiver. A 1,000-yard receiver. But it took me by shock. That is surprising. So, and you have a 17th-year quarterback throw into you and JT Daniels. So maybe they Rice could be on to something. I'm not going to say they're going to win eight games. Where were, they, where were they picked to finish? Near the bottom. Like 12th or something. 11th. Somewhere down there with Beth with Charlotte, and with Charlotte. With old Char Charlotte. Charlotte. Mm. USF know, it, down there. To what? USF was down there, weren't they? Yeah. The Charlotte thing was funny. Biff Pogey got real mad because... What, he only got asked three questions? Three questions. You know... Your media team is supposed to travel with you and ask these questions. Like when Ryan Silverfield was up there and they were asking questions, I saw Frank. I saw Brian Moss. I saw that guy. I can't ever think of his name. But, like, they were all local media guys. Sorry, Biff, your your media doesn't like you, and they didn't travel for whatever reason. I don't know. I can't answer that question. And it's not up to other cities to ask you questions. Like, you guys were a three-win team or something like that last year. You just brought in 52 new guys on your roster, and that's not an exaggeration. Like, we don't, no one knows anything about you. You've never been a head coach before. Then like, ask some questions, TJ. Find out about the guy. You don't – I don't think anyone should have to. Like, your coach just went. Like, Silverfield just had, had just gone or maybe had – I can't remember if it was Pogey, then Ryan, or, or whatever the, the layout of it was. But, like, I'm not – traveling to dallas to or to arlington to listen to biff pogey pogey however it's pronounced mm -hmm. like justice for biff you he say deserved, that he deserved more he sure that's fair talk to us you've never been a, a coach before you've been an assistant head coach associate head coach 
That is your only role. And now all of a sudden you're a head coach of Charlotte. Nothing makes sense. It felt like some very fake outrage to me. It was hilarious. It hey, did. Well, it got it, him. It's the, definitely it marketing. got him the pub. The little, little tapping of the podium as he walked away. Mm-hmm. His whole thing is just marketing. Like he is, he is trying to come off as like this old school badass. And I just don't think they're going to be that good. Kenny oh, is there is some hammering going on there. in the back studio. I'm mad because y'all ain't asking me questions. I feel that in my toes. The floor is shaking. I feel that in my bones. Uh, I'm still expecting in my plums. <laughs> I know what he's talking about. Let the boy watch. I know what he's talking about. Um, Kenny's got us off on a tangent now. Uh, more watch lists to come. I think we talked about Jacob Blacks being on the Outland. It's probably going to be the Remington. I didn't think about it. Yeah. I think I said Outland. I meant Remington. You did I think say that's, specifically centers that one hasn't come out yet but i'm expecting him to be on that one um tons of other guys to come out i I wouldn't be too shocked if you hear something about um simeon blair being on there i just wouldn't be shocked by it as well well we'll have a full uh full football preview coming up as we get close we're only five weeks away five full weeks from uh week one football yeah and by the fall camp starts Wednesday took it out of my mouth. So the day this drops, probably at the time, close to sure football practice day one will be starting. Yeah, I think that that will uh, it'll be an interesting day. Uh, we can by the next podcast we'll, we'll probably look at depth chart, get a general idea of what we think the depth chart's going to be before we start diving into football and uh, spring, or spring practice, fall practice. And kind of getting out there and seeing the guys and things like that. So. Yeah, I have, uh, an, I have an update about fall practice and and a, a day in the life situation. That oh, you it's bad news, boys. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, Boo. the University of Memphis could not make it happen. Um, they, I think, they were more scared that TJ was going to come in and probably maybe get some people hurt out there sure sure yeah. sure, sure, sure understandable can we slap our bluff city uh bluff city media gopros to to people is that okay did they did they okay that well they already have like four gopros on people yeah have you yeah. seen that For the yeah but i need our gopro so it can be our footage you know? uh, i don't think so was it yeah. like a hard no yeah what, did they sound flexible with it it was a one-liner absolutely not <laughs> it was a it was a are you kidding me whatever right it, it was a good idea i uh mm. i like it maybe we can there's a lot of potential there we can touch it up again on game day oh uh, yeah sights well, and sound kind of stuff i'm not done guys i'm gonna keep fighting for you too we appreciate it man we'll get out there too dang i will say i was at practice a couple years ago and i had sunglasses on and i think they may have thought i was a recruit because you couldn't see my face. I'm not sure I had much facial hair then, too, and I was standing near kind of where the recruiting parents are. I was just kind of standing off, and uh, Scott Barn- Burns had walked by, and he just kind of ignored me, and I wasn't. I didn't realize it was him until he walked past me. I didn't know what he was doing, and I'm just sitting there watching him practice, and I look down, and I'm like, man, I've been here for like 20 minutes, and normally they cut us off by now, and I'm realizing that, holy crap, they think I am with the recruits because I look around, and I'm like, I'm I'm standing right near all the recruits right now, and they didn't say a word to me 
And I try to like turn around and walk with my little bass back to uh, Scott. Mm-hmm. And just well, there, TJ me. turned himself in there. Yeah, I don't want to get in trouble. Mm. I was more embarrassed more than anything because they thought I was an 18-year-old kid. But They just liked the size. They were hoping you were going to commit. Were, they were thinking, can we get a commit out of this kid? I will say, at, at my size, if I was an 18-year-old kid, yes, I would probably be. I think they'd be impressed by that. Yeah. All right, so we'll uh, we'll have updates hopefully throughout fall camp, like TJ said. A little roster talk next week. We'll jump into a full season uh, preview of yeah. uh, superlatives. We'll have some. We'll probably take we'll take some questions from the Discord. Anything you guys want to know? Uh, TJ, did you know that Saturday was International Tiger Day? Unfortunately, I found out the hard way. I don't know who's in charge of the Twitter account over there. And not this was not from the basketball, not from the football. This was the overall Tiger Athletics. You got to read the room, guys. We're in the midst of realignment <sighs> activities. You're going to just tweet out some cryptic tweet like that with just three Tiger emojis and nothing else? Mm-hmm. And it's four freaking International Tiger Day? It's disgusting. I unfollowed him. A one-week unfollow <laughs> for that. That's funny. It, Is it, it funny? Well, I will say they they posted out the three Tigers, and someone was like, Tigers have four paws, three times four, 12, Big 12. We're going to the Big 12. That's what I'm saying. You can't be... You can't just tweet out cryptic <laughs> stuff like that. People start reading into it. Like, if you're going to do the Tiger sure. thing, at least throw out Happy International Tiger Day. Then yeah, there's no question behind it. Give some it. feedback with it. They like, knew what they were doing. Some context with it. I saw all kinds of retweets with just the eyes emojis. I mean. It's like Big Game Boomer was out there. It's like, disgusting. They're doing what they can what to get was. those interactions on, on Twitter. Absolutely disgusting. Hey, I didn't look One at week. it. One week unfollow. I didn't understand. Do it again, and it may it'll it could be a month. Unbelievable. Test oh, me. Oh, Daddy Trey over here, man. Sounds like he's <laughs> reprimanding his child right now. Jeez. No, she's perfect. She doesn't get reprimanded. She's a little right. Uh Trey, I don't know if you saw this on the Twitter machine, but John Grove. I'm not sure you're familiar with John Grove. Not familiar with his work. Yeah, so is he, that John with an H or just J O N? It's just J O N, actually. It's a good question. I don't uh, trust him. If you're gonna if you're gonna hawk it down, Drop he is H. with the Cat Attack Pod, uh, which is Wildcat nine one nine FM, Kansas State Radio. I don't have any idea where this is going. He tweeted out, "I've changed my stance. If the Big Twelve wants to bring in the fan engagement." intensify rivalries in football excitement, Arizona athletics, Utah athletics, and Tiger athletics should be considered as the next three expansion candidates. All in on John Grove. <laughs> I trust him now. Yeah, I I will say this. John, John no H is a better way to spell it, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have many followers so i'm not sure his voice is heard by many uh but we're not going to hold that against you john you're a friend of the program i will say we are starting to somewhat develop this just brotherhood friendship with kansas state and i don't mind it that's me well yeah that's where adam walker adam adam walker's there as uh 
alumni association president or whatever his new title is there. That's where Laird is from, I believe. And there's at one point a Big 12 president who came out and said that he was completely open to adding Memphis. There was only one that mentioned, and the, the, obviously they stayed anonymous. But I can't, I can't help to think that it wasn't Kansas State at this point. They seem, they seem like friends. They I don't know who be, else it would be. They could be friends. They definitely could be friends. It could be old A walk up there putting in a good word. Maybe, and that kind of leads me down this. I guess we ha- you hadn't even mentioned our first. The first domino has officially fallen. It TJ. has fallen, and I am one for one. And I'm not shocked. I by am. It. I'm not shocked one. by it. Honestly, I'm not shocked by it. One good bit. lord. Get I'm out. not shocked oh by it. What in the hell? Well, I'm just saying. Hear me out. Got see. This is what's fret. Look. I think everybody was under the impression, yeah, it's probably Colorado. I don't know. I was on it pretty early. TJ, this is the problem, ladies and gentlemen. He is more excited about being right that Colorado is going back to the Big 12 than he is upset that it appears that we are stuck in the American, and that is my issue with all Yeah, of this. I have a problem. I have a problem. I, I get too much, too big of a dopamine hit when I'm right, and I've got bad news because Arizona's next, and I've been saying it from the jump. You can vouch. The, I've the been first, saying it for you have, a long time. But it's not like people didn't know. Sure. and I think, I'm just holding out hope that maybe something happens and they don't go. <sighs> Brett McMurphy put it out there. Colorado made the jump. Mm-hmm. They are at least taking one more. Their hope, as we've discussed, is the four corner schools. They want sure. three of the remaining. They want Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah. McMurphy says they don't get those three. They're at least adding one more, and it will be from the group of five listed us, UConn, UNLV, and San Diego State. So my hope, Mm. okay, there is a Pac-12 rumor floating around. This is Monday evening, July 31st, that in the next 48 hours, Prez K, because I don't even know, Klavikov, I don't know how to say his name, Klondike, President Klondike Bar. It's the same thing at this point will present a media rights deal. If it is in the neighborhood of the Big 12, I think you can keep those teams honest and together. What's in the neighborhood? I would if you're what are they at? 31 and a half sure. million? Yeah. You're at the 25 range, I think no. you can keep the teams together. Not a chance. Why? I don't think they're there. This he doesn't want to present these numbers. Like he has has, you think he's had him? He's just sitting on him and just no. what? Well, yeah, actually, technically, yeah. I think he knows exactly how much is on the table, and he hasn't said anything. He didn't put him up at Pac-12 Media Day because they were asked. He didn't want it because they're, the numbers are bad. He didn't Don't, want to take away from the football talk, TJ. Stop it. It's because the numbers were awful. He's coming back, and he's like, hey, guys, I, I only have Apple TV. You know, they're making... I don't Apple TV is the future. I actually support that idea. I don't. If, streaming if, sports If is we're awful. being honest. Am no. I going to have to get an Apple TV subscription if Memphis goes to the Pac-12? Memphis is not going to the Pac-12. You're going to have to get it's an Apple TV subscription, and you're going to have to start drinking coffee after 5 p.m. Oh, Yeah, God. I can't. I can't. I do. We I have get football so games pissed. starting at 9.30. Oh, every Grizz tip-off that's at 9 p.m., I am out. Oh, uh, you think the, the, I mean, the, the second a, half? An NBA game's done in two hours. I you know. got a four-hour football game point. starting at nine thirty. Um, no, I think he's going to roll out these numbers tomorrow. It's going to be in the eighteen to twenty million range, give or take a little bit. 
that's what 10 teams sharing it. I, I don't see it ending well. But also, with that said, I don't think the Big 12 is taking anyone other than Arizona right now. I think it's going to be Colorado and Arizona. Like, and stop right there. Yeah, because... For now. Sure, for now. Because what's the rush? Like, why why add Utah? Why add, right. I, mean, I get why you add Utah, um, Oregon. I get why you add those. Great teams. Washington was good last year. Great teams. Why add them now? Especially with the potential of... Well, and you know Oregon and Washington don't even really want to be there, right? They're holding out hope for the Big Ten. That's the thought process, yeah. I I just, I don't know why you would add them now. What does it do for you as a conference? Well, that's the other part that I think McMurphy alluded to is suppose we've talked about the pro rata clauses. Mm -hmm. Supposedly they only have a couple to hand out. It's the first Colorado just took one. Not every power is. Well, they got three left. Now is it was it officially four? Yeah, they had four total. Okay. Colorado got one. Arizona's about to get another one, so they're gonna have two left. And I'm not. I think settles a bad word, but you would be settling to go ahead and give it out now when there's no rush. Like why why give it to Arizona or excuse me to why give it to Arizona State and Utah for example? Let's say the Amer the ACC does crumble the way that it kind of is teetering on the brink. So of they're. Are rumors there as well with Florida State unhappy? Clemson's and probably unhappy. Right. There's a rumor of, of Florida State, Clemson, Oregon, and Washington heading to the Big Ten. Yeah. I don't know how much I put into that one, but, like, I get that other schools are flirting because all this all these dollars are being thrown around right now, and you're like, wait, I can make more money out of this? Like, why would I not at least just stir the pot a little bit? And it makes perfect sense for the Big 12 to grab someone on the East Coast be it, let's just for funsies say UNC or uh, Virginia Tech, Clemson, whoever, it doesn't matter, that pairs well with UCF, Cincinnati, West Virginia. You already have some schools over there. It's kind of the same logic as UConn, except you're not getting UConn, so everyone's going to be a little bit happier. You're not having to cut down your revenue. You're adding straight with the pro rata, so now it's going to be divided by 14 teams as opposed to uh, 14 with a reduced sum. Granted, it'd only be like two million less, something like that. But you don't have to do that. So I, I just don't know why they would add anyone other than Colorado, Arizona right now. All that to say, they're probably going to now go Take back. Take all three of them. Yeah, something like that. Well, here's to hoping the Pac-12 stays together. Pac-11, and Memphis gets the call. Well, I mean, I don't know how much it matters, but Brett McMurphy just tweeted eyeball emojis. Well, that so. was a couple hours ago. Well, I just saw it. It could be International Eyeball Day, for all we know. I that mean, is such a good point. Damn, I seems didn't think about International Eyeball Day. Thing to do on the Twitter these days. Um, no, expect Arizona to go ahead and pull that one. I think we know exactly what that is. Well, if nothing else, the first domino fell. The realignment ride has started, and we're along for it. Yeah, I mean, we're at the back of the line, but we're hoping we get up there before the ride shuts down i just i need you to keep an open line of communication with me of what of communication communication yes of communication with me once colorado and arizona leave in the pac-12 they've got to add new teams and smu makes their way out of the american and it's just you and me and memphis and usf don't act like and you're going to be upset. You're going to be Tulane. so fired up. That no, you're I'm going to be mad. Two. No, I'm going to be mad. Like I, I don't want it. 
our conference would just be greatly diminished. And I could make myself happier if you told me we added App State in Coastal Carolina and we're going to be the best of the rest. Like, I could totally find happiness in that. But I also think because that's likely what's going to happen. And I'm just trying to convince myself to enjoy it now. To just convince myself to be Well, here's to if Florida State, Clemson, get out of there in the ACC needs to start taking folks. Louisville's got our back. Let's get over there. Do they? I would love that. I think the ACC was always the perfect match for Memphis. I just don't think it's going to happen because it sounds like they may be crumbling and weird things could happen. But maybe there's too many left over. So what would you do with Boston College? Yeah. What do you do with Virginia? Syracuse. Syracuse, yeah. Like there's just too many left over. It's the Big East football program. They're going to bring back the Big East and just relabel it or something. Tulane and Memphis to see that bring back Big East football. Yeah. Tulane and I'd be okay with that. Temple USA. Temple. Well, Temple would make sense. But they add that's four teams. A, Timothy, that's not a bad idea. Bring back Big East football at us. Some You're of just the, kinda, some of the a, ACC leftovers. It is the American how it was. You get the American as the premier best of the rest. I could be talking. I could be. I would read much rather that than play UAB and play Rice and UNT. Hey, don't and UTSA. No, don't talk down about the Battle of the Bones. I love that trophy. I just don't want to play UAB. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Don't make me. Southern Miss. I don't want to do it. Gonna be fun. We're not playing Southern Miss for a little while. We're going to be in the same conference it's as like South 20, Alabama. It's like at this twenty. Point. Oh. Well, at least they have a new stadium since the last they time did. Kenny and I were down there. Ugh. They put air conditioning in that stadium. That's my question. I, they, It's a nice stadium. They very well may have air-conditioned seats. Mobile, man. Ugh. Um, Kind of along the lines of this, I don't know if you saw this, TJ, but CBS Sports put out the best college sports programs across the board for 2022-23 athletic season. Okay. Our cross state foe, the Tennessee Volunteers, we're number one on the list. Basically, the criteria take into account men's f- the results of your athletic teams, including men's football and men's basketball, and then two what they label wild card sports. So, how well your sports teams did? You just like pick a random sport. Is that how that works? Well, the, I guess you take the two that finished or had the most success throughout the year. So, yeah. in Tennessee's instance. Men's basketball, they got 128 points, obviously making the Sweet 16. Women's basketball, I think they too made the Sweet 16. Is that right? Did yes, they? They did. Yeah, Have they men, been, I thought they kind of fell off a little bit. No, they – men and women's basketball. So the, the football team obviously finished number six in the AP, beat Clemson in the Orange Bowl, 11-2. Okay. and two, Great year. Men's basketball team made the Sweet 16. Wild card sport women's made the Sweet 16. And then both of their, I don't know which one of these they took, but their baseball and softball teams both advanced into their respective college World Series events. I mean, that's pretty good. But also at the same time, like, I think that's kind of the power of being in the SEC or like a, a big conference. You say that. Our TIGs were listed 54th overall. Not bad. Kind of where we feel like we probably would fall right there in the top half 
uh, of the 128 or however many FBS schools there sure. are. Just one spot ahead of fellow Kentucky, SEC. Something like that. Foe for the Tennessee Volunteers, Auburn. Okay. Two spots ahead of Tulane, who, mind you, went to the Cotton Bowl. Three spots ahead of Iowa State, four ahead of BYU. You're ahead of Arizona State. You're ahead of UCF. You're ahead of Wake Forest. Arizona, hmm. who's potentially going to the Big 12 because they're better than you. Disgusting. Ahead of FAU, they're 65th. Ahead of Texas A&M at 70th. We're ahead of some good programs. Nebraska, California, Texas Tech. That's a big, a big 12 team. Who, ex- put, who put this out? CBS Sports. And it's all only based around the last athletic season. So it's only 22-23, though. Obviously, this will be redone based on the results of this coming year's football and spring sports. But uh, interesting little little ranking system they got there. No, it's definitely interesting. And I, I would have thought that any of those SEC programs were going to be much higher. Big Ten, SEC, any of those conferences that just have so much more money than everybody else. Yeah. Because, like, you know, football is king, right? Even if you're a bad SEC team or a bad um, Big Ten team, you're still just making money hand over fist. Yeah. And you're able to just bring in more money for other programs because, you you know, you can pay better co- – you can pay for better coaches, you have better facilities, things like that. So a little shocking to see Auburn – I don't want to say down so low because it's exactly where Memphis is, but – um, lower than I would have expected. But given them. the resources that yeah, they have be- available to them. Exactly, because they have that, that many resources. So I, in my mind, I look at it as look at Memphis overachieving because we honestly don't have those same resources and those same facilities and things like that. And I don't know. To I wonder be right what our two, I'm a little shocked. It doesn't tell you. It just lists the wild card sports. I wonder what our two wild card sports Women's were. soccer. Women, no, I was mm. going to say rifle, dude. No, it it's definitely. Count. I don't know. The wild, it gives... <laughs> The wild card sports have to come from. It's definitely Kenny is all over it. So the wild card sports are, gosh, I keep jumping. Baseball, softball, volleyball, soccer, gymnastics, lacrosse, hockey, and wrestling. So a hundred percent girls soccer. And then I don't. I mean, maybe they weren't bad at volleyball this year. Maybe volleyball. So is maybe. it two? Is it two wild card teams? Two of those that are listed. Yeah. So you definitely soccer, and then we got one more. I would. Yeah. Maybe volleyball. Maybe, maybe they were top in the, they were one of the top. Kenny's a big volleyball guy. I don't know how our gymnastics team is. Do we even have one? No, no. Maybe it's baseball. Mm. I would suspect. And you know, it's not rifle. We got 50. Air rifle is like 15 time national. Champion. We got 50 points for both of our wild card sports, which seems to be pretty good. Interesting. We got, we got 10 points for women's basketball. 50. So this gives you a, a metric here. Men's basketball got 50 points. So our other two wild card sports also got 50. Hmm. 50 each or 50, 50 between each. the two? No, 50 each. So on par, whatever the two wild cards we took were, were on par exactly with men's basketball. Wow. Which makes sense because the, the soccer team made the NCAA tournament, right? Sweet 16. Yep. Yeah, they did and lost in overtime to Arkansas. And they're nationally ranked starting. I mean, their season starts up soon. Yeah. They're nationally yeah. ranked too. Football is on par. It looks like if you just make a bowl game, you get 62.5 points. There's a lot of 62.5s we'll on good here. At that. So. Wow. 
I bet it's volleyball. I bet the two sports are women's volleyball and women's soccer. I would suspect for Memphis. That's not bad. Gosh, what's how random? The but ladies over shout there. Shout out to the Lady Tigers. Yeah. Are we still calling them Lady Tigers? Is that appropriate? Lady Tigs. Um, I think it's appropriate. I took I took uh so my daughter started playing volleyball this year and she wanted to take a couple of her friends to a women's um volleyball game mm-hmm. in the uh the old Finch Center. Well, still the Finch Center, but in sure. the old Wow, is that where they're playing? Yeah. And it was women practice. slammed mm. in there. I have it was unbelievably crowded in that facility for that game. And it was against they were playing Temple, if I'm correct, I think. I think they were playing Temple. Fun game, man. Awesome. Volleyball's a good sport. I love watching volleyball in the Summer Olympics. Oh yeah. I'm not even talking be- beach volleyball is great. I just meant straight up volleyball. Sure. Um all right, Teach, you got anything else? No. Let's get this all day. Yeah. It didn't last all day. That's it did for not. sure. We kind of flew through it. I ain't going to lie. Um, we got a drop left. It was good. I liked it. I'm sure that it's not going to be Trey's favorite, maybe, just because I like it. But I think the can is good. It's got the uh, the MEM piping from, like, the, the Grizz logo, if you know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. at the top. I like the color scheme of it. And wow, I'm just now realizing that that is a vehicle. Yeah, dude, that's... It wraps around too much around the can. It's a little large. That's um, musician. Isaac Hayes. That's his Cadillac. That is Eldorado. Really? Yeah. That's, it's that a, is currently located at Stax Records. You notice the hazy, hazy mm-hmm. IPA? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it says Eldorado. I'm pretty... Because he had like this... No, yeah, you're right. Look, Cadillac has got, it's got a, a little... Uh, gold rim on, or gold thing on it. It's got a little uh, hop right there yeah. on the... Uh, the the hood crown. I like it. I think it's a good can. I know you this said it's a good a little, can. A little, a little, no, a I'm just saying. I you, yeah, I couldn't. Now I gotta hold it far back until it's a vehicle. Got the pyramid back there. It's a good can. Can I'm going up there. This might be one of the better ones we've seen. Definitely one of the better ones we've seen. You got one. records out there in the river. There's uh, also a dolphin in the corner. I'm not really sure. What's going I saw on that there. a minute ago. I didn't really know if with a it's wearing a crown. I didn't know if you maybe had some insight on what that was. I don't know what that is. Tunkified. You see that? Tunkified? Is that what that says? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. That's what it looks like. Okay. T-O-O-N-K-I-F-I-E-D. Uh, good can for me. I'm going to be probably a little Paul, too Okay, high let's up. do this. Say it on three. Or one, is this like one, two, three, rating. shoot? Yes. No, just one, two, three, and then you're rating. Okay. One, two, three, eight, eight four. One. Okay. We were both in the eight, so that's high. Yeah. It's definitely a good can. There's just a lot going on, and they used a lot of good artwork in there. It's very on brand Memphis theme. So much. I like the beer. I don't know how you felt. Um, it. No, it was great. The first the first sip, like I said, burned a little bit. Um, I mean, that could, again, just be the sensitivity that's occurring with the diesel water in Germantown that we've been consuming. Chemical burn. But... uh. Bonus points for being a pint for me now. That's just like a new standard. Yeah, we got to get point pints from now on. I mean, if this had been a 12-er, it had been gone in the first segment. Yeah, we have only talked about who's here for the DR. Yeah, <laughs> I got to end the episode now. No beer. Um, Maybe we do that. Maybe we start doing two beers for them. I think this was good. I could probably even do another one right now, and I think that takes the score up for me. I'm going 7-8. Okay. That's good. It's it's 5.5%, so not like the, the most... Uh, 
not the highest percentage we've ever done, especially for a pint. But I think I like that because I've got a long way to drive home. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, no, it's good. I I don't want to match the beer can. I'm gonna say it's probably like an 8.3. I could definitely have multiple of these. Like wow. I really liked it. And I'm sure it'd been That's much better there. if it were colder. Like if it would fit in this. Yeah. Fridge. They don't. It wouldn't even fit in the fridge there. So you get you know if it's a little colder, I'm sure it's probably too, pretty good. Too big. I recommend this Bill Street Brewing. Memphis all day or day. I don't know that we've had a bad uh, Bill Street Brewing beer. I think we have actually. They've all been good to us. Where's we, the beer bracket at, Teach? I'm waiting on Ghost River. I emailed them again. Still nothing. I'm I'm starting to think they've. Yeah, I think it. you just need to drive up. I do to need the to go. I need to go up there and get it. I know. Just get up there to the brewery. I know, man. I know. Get somebody. Get into somebody's office and get with it. Yeah, I think you're right. I'll get it. By the next time, I'll have some answers, to say the least. I think I know what they are for Ghost River, so it's more so just if not, formality. If they won't point. respond, you're just going to have to do it on your own. The people need it. That's true. I think it's a good way to segue right into the football season. Just figure out what's the best beer. The best beer to tailgate on Tiger Lane with. Exactly. Memphis edition. That makes perfect sense to me. Anything else? No. Right. If you're on YouTube, subscribe, like, check out uh, bluffcitymedia.co, all the other shows we got on the Bluff, the Anthony Sane Show, the Grizzly Bear Blues. Join the Discord. A lot of information flying around, especially now Sheesh. that uh, hot. the offseason these days, the transfer portal, all sorts of stuff. Penny, work until that school year starts. You never know what you'll find out, so get in there. Uh Subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify. Come back next week with the cold beer. Stay for the uh, hot takes. Peace. If you enjoyed this episode of Tigers Untapped, leave a rating and a review wherever you download your podcasts. Like and subscribe at Bluff City Media's YouTube page. Head over to www.bluffcitymedia.co for comprehensive coverage of Memphis sports.